Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The trade deadline is looming and it's all I can think about. It's all I want to talk about. So that's what we're doing. Let's do it. My name is Jimmy, that's Jake, that's Trevor. We're all wearing hats today. BBD is in the corner, hatless, all white hats too. Did someone sneeze in the middle of the song? I know what you heard. Oh, was that my bat speed maybe? Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Maybe it was your bat speed. Maybe. We, we, we had some topics lined up to talk about, and then we said, let's just do trade deadline talk because it's all I want to talk about. So, Jake, looking good in your visor and your shirt. Mm. I have compared you to Paul Rudd in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and I still like that. And then, then I said you look like John Gruden in the coach's picture that they do during the Hawaiian Pro Bowl, and I still like that comp. Um, so, how are you? Gruden's still canceled, so we're keeping Paul Rudd. Uh all-time movie scene. Do less. Okay, now you're doing nothing. Um, yeah, you know, we were like, all right, what should we yuck about? There's stuff going on. And then we said, screw it. Literally, we're all thinking about the deadline. We got some big fish on the pond and excited to see what goes on, man. All of our teams are daydreaming. Trevor Plouffe has sources that know where every mm-hmm. player that's getting traded is going. So we'll reveal that towards the end of the episode. Uh, for now, Trevor, my good man, how are you? Speaking of good man, I gave all my sources to Jeff Passan. Yeah, when we became best friends at the draft. So just know that all of his tips came from my sources. I'm doing great. You guys know I had an excellent morning, and I tried to get this to be a labor pod. I think we'll we'll sprinkle a mm. little bit of labor pod before we get into the trade discussion. I know that's hot in the streets. We got one week left, less than a week. And that's it. Your roster is your roster. So a lot of good names out there. Um, but most importantly, I need to ask one question. James O'Brien, how are you, bro? I'm good, man. Uh, we are, as always, crunching a ton of recording on uh, Monday and Tuesday. Those are our, we front load our weeks. We have a fun uh, back of the week. We're doing some fun stuff at the warehouse. And mm. speaking of that, yeah, today's show is brought to you by the Warehouse Games. The Floorball Tournament has launched. Floorball is floor hockey, but it's like a legit sport. Uh, some people thought we were just calling it floorball. No, it's like a Swedish, Norwegian, Finnish. Nordic. It's a Nordic sport. It's actually really fun. And everybody cultured people. on this podcast was yeah. in the tournament. Jake and I were on Team Baggage. We played game one. That is already out. Trev, Forgotten Rotten, they Forgotten Rotten won the Blitzball Championship. Now they're trying to win the forgot the floorball. He has backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Ben DiNucci on his team, and Nikki Cass. And BBD joined well, quarterback on the Cowboys. Let's see how it plays out with him and Dak and everyone else yeah. at camp. I was going to say, forward. if I'm a GM, I'm Cooper going Rush. after Big Ben and letting him do his thing. Yeah. yeah. BBD joined We Got Ice. They've been. They were in the first blitzball battle. Your game, Trev's game, is coming up on Thursday. Tomorrow night is your watching this video. 
is Trev's game. Tomorrow night, yeah. Thursday night is Trev's game, and then is I yours Monday? Our fir- uh, we got Ice's first game. On Monday. So After go check team, it out. It's whatever. You think of We Got Ice, you think of me. It so. is the it is the biggest production we've ever put on at John Boy Media. An incredible uh, performance by like the whole crew to put it on. It's incredible what we did. So go check it out if that interests you at all. Let's get into the trades. Trev, start off with the labor pod point that you want to make because I do think it uh, will play a role for some players in this deadline. Like I said, we're going to sprinkle this. This, We're not going to go in depth. If you remember uh, when we signed the CBA, okay, this pod brought you through all the labor negotiations. We signed the CBA, but there's a caveat. It says, hey, we're going to get rid of the qualifying offer, but only, only if we can come to a resolution on the international draft by July 26th. Uh, well, that kid, that day is coming on. They did not agree to terms on the international draft because they were never going to agree to terms on the international draft. It's too polarizing. There's too many moving parts. This whole thing was a sham to get this document signed. We all know that. Okay. How does that affect the trade deadline? There's no waiver period. I keep saying that. People remember this. There is no waiver period. So the deadline is the deadline. Now, there are some guys who would be considered rentals because of their contract situation. There'd be free agents at the end of the year, uh, whether they're strict free agents or they can just opt out. Typically you'd say, well, you better go get something for those guys. But we've seen now, uh, now that the qualifying offer is back, I, I don't think I said that the qualifying offer is back for this year's free agent class. Now teams can say, well, I really like this guy. We're not going to sign him back. But if we trade him, the fan base is going to get pissed off. Trey Mancini is one of these guys. Xander Bogarts is one of those guys. If you remember, they did this in Colorado with Trevor Story. Now, instead of trading him and getting back a flyer, low A, high A pitcher, you can say, you know what? Let's offer him the qualifying offer. When he turns it down, we'll receive some draft pick compensation. So we're going to see some of these teams who say, you know what? It's kind of great for us. We can get a draft pick. We'll pick the guy that we want. uh, And our fan base won't be pissed at us. So we'll get something without giving anything up. And I think that's going to – it might affect a few guys. I mentioned a couple of them. Um, trying to look at the list now. Um, those are about it. Can I tell you the name – the the team that jumped to my head? Red Sox. I love that dirty water, Trev, because J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogats. Yes. Now, J.D. Martinez, who's still a fantastic hitter, but DH only, the qualifying offer can now be used on him at the end of the year where Boston would pick up, you know, an early round draft pick. So if you're offering for J.D. Martinez, and we still don't know if Boston is truly going to sell, I think this next week of games is is going to decide um, that you need... Boston Red Sox would need to guarantee they get a prospect or two prospects better than that draft pick. Xander Bogarts, that I think was going to be tough for their heartstrings to get rid of anyways. Yeah. Now that's multiplied. So That's the biggest one for me. Like Xander, there was, oh, maybe, because he's going to sign, opt out. But now with the, with the, well, brain just went blind. Qualifying offer attached, like for me, is zero chance. Because it, it helps them out with the fans. It helps them out with Xander. It helps them out 
everywhere get out of like, you know, getting prospects. There's still right? a chance can, he gets traded. And Xander, sure. and if you're a player, you want to get traded. But he's not accepting the qualifying offer. Yeah, he's exactly. not accepting the qualifying offer. So you're going to get a prospect, a draft pick in return for him, even if you don't trade him. So yes. you can get maybe the same value back or, you know, depending on how you draft without pissing off your fan bases. I think that really changes a lot of the rentals on teams like that for me. Even like yeah, the old- Martin Perez, he may not want to return to the Rangers, but they're going to offer him at least the qualifying, at least. So that's a, a very easy way out for some teams that don't want to part with guys, even though it's, would be the smart, it's smarter to get prospects in return. It's leverage for the teams that have the players, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you can now say, well, you got to kind of blow me away to get Xander. And if you do, maybe I'll let him go. It's great for Xander because now there's no qualifying offer attached to his name because you have to be with the team the entire year uh, before your free agency year to have the qualifying offer put onto you. So, Xander's like, please, like, if you're going to trade, if, if we're not going to go for this thing and we think we're done, trade me then because then I don't have that attached to my name. I don't think it'll affect him necessarily anyway because. He's going to be a top tier free agent, so usually those guys like are not affected by it. But we've seen it, like you know, uh, I'm trying to think, of guys. I mean, like Moose, Moose's first year comes out and gets one year six, I believe, because of the qualifying offer. So that does affect guys, and you know, depending on you know which lens you're looking through right now, this is either a great deal for you or a really bad deal for you. Uh, but I we definitely wanted to mention that before we got into names and destinations and. All the fun stuff, Jakey boy. Yeah, you never you never fully know with the qualifying offer where the final tier is going to drop. I mean, remember Michael Conforto's free agency, which got weird on a lot of levels because of the shoulder thing. But Still he, weird. Yes, yeah, <laughs> currently active and weird. Is he going to sign? Um, so, yeah, uh, interested to see uh, the number one team that jumped to my head. I, I love the Martin Perez example. Like, uh, Texas is already ready to extend this guy. Uh, you can have him back in your rotation with Jack Leiter next year for 18 mil, which for one year of a good starting pitcher, 18 mil is a deal. deal. That Yeah, he, he's a great example. And I think the Boston Red Sox, which I, I holy smokes, I know how bad it looked. And it, if it continues to look bad, they won last night against the Guardians. Um, if they continue to bottom out and they win five out of six this week, I think Red Sox fans are a smart enough baseball fan base that they will understand why their team is selling. If they don't, if they win four out of six and they're a couple games above 500 and two games out of the wild card, it's not worth it to get rid of someone, Bogarts, who's been a heart of the franchise, and even JD, who's who's been there for a while now. And man, talk about a weird... J.D. Martinez and the Red Sox. The Red Sox fans want him to opt out, and then he didn't, and now is he going to get sucked into a qualifying offer? And talk about a guy who might be in a weird free agency, a DH only pretty much at this point of his career. Are you going to offer him the long contract to lose a pick when we know teams like to use DH as like a flexible position? Has he not got a qualifying offer yet? I just looked into it. I don't think so because he... No, I think he signed an extension. He opted into the final year of his contract because if he opted out, he would have got the qualifying offer last year. But do they want to offer him a qualifying offer? Would he accept it? It depends how the rest of his year goes. He's still hitting, man. That guy is... Yeah, I think they offered to him. 
you know, this the one team now that I'm really looking at this list who got bailed out by this, and, and I think most teams were expecting this to not happen, basically. Uh, the Giants and Carlos Rodon. He has an opt-out at the end of this year. What are they going to do? Do they just let the dude walk and get absolutely nothing for him? Now, if he opts out, hey. Yeah. Slap you with the qualifying offer. Thanks for coming. We'll get the draft pick. Right, because he didn't get it. What a weird... A weird little thing in this beautiful sport. Labor pod. It's a labor pod. Can we... Pre- so that's it. Can that's Trevor finally Sprinkle. tell bam, us bam. every trade that's going to happen? Yeah, Trev, you're going to tell us every trade? I'm ready. I think it's going to be less than everyone thinks. Ooh, and if you're having problems with less than your loved one may expect in the bedroom, you should look into Roman... Swipes, not Trev. He's got a fucking hammer that won't stop. <laughs> but if you don't have that, uh, if you're premature ejaculating, you know, limited pumps. I'm not it, laughing at the people. I'm laughing no. at your face, dude. Don't talk about me like that with a straight face. Maybe lo- your loved one isn't getting the pleasure that they would like from sex with you. You should look into Roman swipes. They're clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. That feels like a solution to premature ejaculation. There's no prescription needed. Free two-day shipping. Why don't you go to GetRoman.com slash talking today. If approved, you'll get $10 off your first order. That's GetRoman.com slash talking you crack open one of the swipes. They come in. They almost look like little condom packages. You swipe it all over your big throbbing bone piece, and then you're going to last longer in bed. GetRoman.com slash talking today. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay, so Trev, where's everyone going? That's not a fair question to ask. Yeah, okay, how do you want me to phrase it? How do you want me to phrase it? Oh, yeah. That's a stupid question, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You should be able to answer stupid questions. Is that what he said? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so let's start from the top. How about that? Let's start from the Juan bottom. Juan Soto. Okay. Odds he gets... Do the Yankees go after him as, like, say, sorry, oh, Judge, you're 30 odds. years old. You're not going to... You're not signing back with us, or it doesn't seem like you're going to hold us hostage. We're going to go get Juan Soto. He's 23 years old. He's going to take your spot. I don't think Judge has anything to do with uh, Soto's situation at all um, it's not like a matt olson freddie freeman situation nope because it's like, we'll make the first move. i disagree a little bit no because soto you're just getting him for this year and then two more years uh and then the yankees have olson the same was the same thing they just went to an extension though yeah i mean i think they want to extend judge that they're able to do all of that they have so much money coming off the books okay like, like they think both of them could be there yes They can. I do think Juan Soto would be incredible judge insurance if Uncle Stevie throws the bag at judge. I think the best insurance policy ever made would be Juan Soto. Yeah. Yes. And and there's so much money coming off the books for the Yankees and every team. I did this for every team that to get Soto, even if even if you're like, well, we're not going to be able to extend him. Who gives a shit? You get three years of Soto on your team, 23, 24, 25, to do a playoff run. That That's not going to hinder what you offer for those two and a half seasons. There's, only, there's, only, there's only so many teams that 
four years from now <laughs> have so much money on the books yeah. that would limit you from that. Yeah, so the Yankees, by, by the time Soda's free agency, they have no one on the books. It's Cole Stanton, and then it would be Judge, and like DJ's at the end of his contract. They have Donaldson coming off. They have Chapman coming off. They have Britton coming off. They have so much coming off that like Soto in the next two years, even when his ARB gets to $33 million, they can afford it. So I don't think Judge affects Soto. If your question okay. is, do I think the Yankees go after him? Yes. <clears throat> I think they are, and this is also super biased, super hopeful, but it makes sense. And I'm, I'm not usually biased and hopeful when it comes to Yankees going after guys. I'm usually very jaded. If there's a slight, it doesn't make sense, I don't think the Yankees will do it. I really do think that they are offering Dominguez and some of the other top prospects and are trying to compete. If he doesn't go to the Yankees, I think it's because the Nationals value the other prospect packages from whatever other team gets them more than the Yankees. And my only other sprinkle before passing to you, Trev, because you're our Yankee guy, um, mm-hmm. I do think the Yankees, they have some holes right now. They're, they're starting pitching, starting to get worn a little thin. Their bullpen has gotten a lot thinner, especially with the Mike King loss. If you add Juan Soto, that sixth inning gets a little easier. Um, you know, you're, you're kind of... You're solving a lot of problems uh, because you're adding one of the best players in baseball. I still, I have no idea how it ends. I know you and I talked about it on Wake and Jake a little bit today. I think someone goes for it. If you're a GM to have the Juan Soto feather in your cap, are you kidding me? I just, I agree with you on that. Like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for a general manager, a 23 year old established superstar like Juan Soto is available that with, with, with two and a half years of control. And that's, that does not happen ever. So these guys are definitely taking that into consideration, but like we talked about this morning, it's not even certain that Rizzo is going to pull the trade off here. He might wait till the off season. If he's not floored by a package here, he'll just wait till the off season. People are still going to want Juan Soto still two postseason races. Like I hope he gets moved because it's going to change everything and the whole landscape of baseball changes when Juan Soto moves franchise. I hope it happens sooner than later. I just think it's difficult for teams to that's to me that is a completely different thing than what the trade deadline is actually about, like bolstering your roster for this year and trying to go for a World Series. That to me that's what the trade deadline means. Like yeah, Controllable pieces are nice, but really, like you're trying to improve your team for this year if you're going for the trade deadline. Juan Soto is in a completely different category, but you're drawing your capital from the same place. Yeah. So it's like you can't, you can't just say, okay, here's my guys for Soto, and here's the rest that I have to play with. That's not the case. Like you have to, unless your plan is completely to go after second tier trade guys, and you can you can offer those B prospects and just go that way, keep all your A's your ch- best chips for Juan Soto teams might try that, but like then you lose out on Juan Soto and you didn't improve your roster the way you wanted to. It's a very tricky situation right now. Yeah. I think teams are, we talk about this in talking baseball or is it another show? Cause Jake brought it up. Teams are going to say teams will have to say, Hey nationals, here's my package, but this doesn't last until August 2nd. Yeah. Deadline. It has to. And then if you're the nationals, do you want to get put under that deadline? Because the Yankees can't say, this is our four guys. And then the Nationals, we're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking. And as they're thinking, Benintendi's out, Luis Castillo's out, um, Ian Happ's out. All these guys are, all these guys are out. And then, the, and then the Nationals come back and say, ah, oh, never mind, we're not going to trade them. So, That's what I'm saying, Very dude. interesting. 
But we have seen to your other point about like the deadline used to just be about rentals. We have seen teams use the trade deadline as free agency of late. The Reds sure. did it with Trevor Bauer. They weren't even in like they got to the playoffs, but they weren't a lock and they got Trevor Bauer for two years. The Mets did it with Stroman. They got him for the next year. Uh, and, and this might pivot us a little, but I do think the Dodgers are going to attempt to do that with Castillo because they have pitchers coming off the books. Anderson's off. He's out. Um, Heaney's out. They've been using him, and they would get Luis Castillo for this year and next instead of getting another free yeah. agent next year. So we have seen teams use free agency or use the trade deadline more like free agency than for th- this calendar year uh, lately. Addressing multiple years with their moves. Yeah. At the deadline. Yanks. I, I think my I think my favorite guy besides Juan Soto, I think my favorite name at this deadline is Wilson Contreras. Is he's and you know, we reference how weird the catching position is all the time here. He's an elite hitter at that position. And when you're looking at your overall roster and you say, Where can we add the most? Typically, it's probably going to be offense from my catcher, and Wilson can offer that. And then you have the other caveat of, well, I value defense higher than I value offense for my catching position. So I do I stick with my guy or bring Wilson in to kind of rotate in and out of the catching position, maybe go to DH. Can they try him at other positions? I think he has played like first base a little bit. Got some left field endings in him, I think. Yeah, left field too. I need to look at where he's played this year, but I'm pretty sure I've seen him at first base a few games. Give me Wilson Contreras to the Mets makes too much sense. It's made too much sense from the start. Uh, if yeah. he plays catcher for them, they're also looking for a DH. They just brought in Vogie from the left side. Like uh, Wilson Contreras was rumored there before the year. Just getting fun with it. Um, the Mariners he is are not played first base this year. Mariners or the Padres are kind of the fun ones for me. Uh, Padres have needed bats all year. Wilson Contreras, I feel like he would have fun there. Machado, Tatis, Mm -hmm. catch, DH, you figure that out. And then our Mariners, your Mariners, Trev, who are dead, that lineup on paper is pretty badass. I don't want to send shots fired at Cal Raleigh. Don't. But he's a little bit the outlier right now. I mean, fellas, look at the Fangraphs Mariners roster, and if you put Willie Contreras at catcher, you got a name at every position. J-Rod, Ty France, Jesse Winker, Carlos Santana, Eugenio Suarez, J.P. Crawford, Kyle Lewis, and that Adam Frazier trade we can't get out of our head. Never mind Mitch Hanniger who's coming back. I'm starting to drink that Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid drinking fool. And Wilson's not a defensive liability, I don't think. He's got either. a cannon. I don't, know how, I, don't, I don't know how his pitch framing rates out. Beavers, maybe we can check that out for me. But uh, I'm looking at his baseball reference page, and his defensive war is right at zero. Offense, three. Let's go. I've, I've heard the complaints have been around his pitch calling, which between the, the button system we have now and – if he's open to joining a new team and understanding that he's going to need help learning these pitchers, I I think we can figure that out. Is, well, is Savant no bubble choice. for framing is 32nd percentile, <clears throat> which is 
not a not a problem territory. If anyone is, if people are, I don't know. I'm not a Cubs fan, so Cubs fans, I'm asking you. Sound off. Complaints about pitch calling has to come from a pitcher and no one else, because you have no idea who's calling the pitches. Like AJ Burnett did not like the way Jorge Posada called a game. We know that because AJ Burnett let people know that. Otherwise, we'd have no idea. Yeah, shake him off. Garrett Cole shakes off every pitch and just tells the catcher what he wants to call. People are like, Higgy calls such a good game behind Cole. I'm like, did you watch the game? He shook off until every <laughs> single time Higgy just puts down seven things and, he, and Cole calls his own game. Sometimes catchers are getting it from the dugout. So that is a complaint that fans can't make because we don't know. But if a pitcher requests another guy... Or comes or is like visibly like why did we throw that like that's what AJ Burnett did, then then you can then you can say that. But I, I hate that getting pinned on catchers. Sure, I like that. I like that argument. It's a good one. I actually saw a video of a Cubs pitcher warming up without a hat. It was going viral a little bit. Yeah, and I was looking, and the the pitching coach was like messing with his hat, like putting some shit in his hat. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> they're cheating. They're cheating. And then I was like, oh, no, that's a fucking microphone being <laughs> in his hat, dude. Yeah. Wilson's just like back there like, doo, 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 doo. not even looking at the numbers he's pressing. Can we talk about our colleague? Ian Hats? Yes. Is he getting Nine figures? Because uh, yes. Jeff Passon, my friend, Trev's new friend, they hatched it out. I'll give everyone the brief summary. They saw each other at the draft, two alpha males, two stags eyeing each other up and down. Jeff Passan lumps Trevor in with us as just a bunch of ball bag YouTubers. Yeah. Um, but then he saw Trev getting love from the ex-players, and it kind of clicked in Passan's head like, oh, you, you're a dude. So they're buddies now. He's been on that, that Happer's going to go because uh, he's the year and a half. He's probably making 10 mil next year. Cubs figuring out whatever the hell they're going to do. All-star year. The career stats for Hap are awesome. 800 OPS guy. Padres or Yanks, right? Let's name a team we don't want him to go to. Ooh. The Red Sox. <laughs> they already took Story, a fan of the program, <laughs> yeah. and uh, a guy I like. Can't have that happen. Because I don't want to be posting error montages and Hap's in there. Right. <laughs> well, he's, his defense has been better this year. Thanks to a few people. Yeah. And then the rest of the AL East, besides the Yankees. Okay. That's where I don't want him to go. Oh, yeah. If he was on Toronto, that would suck. It would suck. Okay. Or the Rays, but that's not even a possibility. You know what? If the Orioles got him, I'd, I'd be weirded out. How about not the White Sox? You don't want him to go there? No. They would corrupt his innocent, beautiful soul? I think so. Oh. I think Ian Happ would turn into, like, street fight Ian Happ. Oh, are we going that. Ian Happ and David Robertson <laughs> okay. to the White Sox? Maybe throw Michael Givens in there as well. Just the yeah. just poaching Cross the north town. side. Cross town. Bringing them down. And then this is this is the Braves move for the White Sox. They end up going back to the World Series. I look like a genius. James, mm. you're wearing the Milwaukee Brewers hat. What about there? Ooh. Love it. Ooh. That would be interesting because we have a lot of investors and friends on the Brewers. I could get into that. The Midwest loves Ian Happ. Yeah. 
and he fully understands you, why. Shows up you to dinner, brings a loaf of bread, firm handshakes, good eye contact. He, yes. Can I tell you something about Ian Happ that I've noticed? He's a gentleman. Yeah. Holds a doors. nice dude. He's always like dressed nice. He looks presentable. I think if he tells you he's going to get you a bottle of wine, he comes he through. Brings that wine, dude. Yeah. Hand delivered. I, I, I owe him a bottle of wine. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> There's no doubt There's about no that. Doubt There's no doubt. doubt. No denying that. Like, <laughs> on record. I got to get that. I got so much good wine in my house right now. I can just fucking... It would take me a second. But. Come on. Got so much I like, good wine I like dragging it out. I like right dragging now. it out. Yeah. But deep down, Happer is a dog. Yeah. He's ruthless. He is. Pittsburgh. I think he fits in on the south side, dude. Oh. I like that. I'm not going to say villain Ian Happ, but I'm saying villain Ian Happ. Dave Robertson obviously has pitched there before. It's the spark that my White Sox might need. Maybe Ian Happ will go over and kick Tony the Russo in the shins and say, wake up, bro. Glad to be know. on your team, Skip. I don't know if that's the gentleman <laughs> in him. Whack to the shins. No, it's villain Ian Happ. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're, you're going to be villain, villain Ian, Ian okay, Happ. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. These guys could go anywhere. I mean, we're, we're talking about this stuff, and I love dreaming and, and trying to pick them out. But, dude, you know my team is want Ian Happ on their roster? All of them. Except the Cubs. Yeah. Another, I've heard a lot of Padres. I would love if my Yanks punched that through for multiple reasons. Um, every every player, it's Padres, Mets, Dodgers, Yankees, Mariners. Trev, let, let's be the bad guy. Who's not getting traded? Trey Mancini. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. I agree with that, too. I agree with that. We can't. We can't. No. We're having fun in Baltimore. And honestly, if I am the Rangers and I have Martin Perez, I don't trade him either now. Yeah, yeah the qualifying offer does change that um, a little bit. Because you're happy if he takes it or happy if he doesn't take or it. Or did his price just go up and teams are going to actually pay that now? Because I know not to be shots fired at Martin Perez, he's playing a little over his skis this year, that old baseball uh, term. Jake, don't be a jerk. 19 starts a two five nine. Like I, if he's got more of that in the tank, that's a guy you you pay for. I'm doing research right Castillo's now. Castillo's getting traded. Castillo's getting traded, right? The only caveat there is the Reds. The Reds operate just a little bit differently. It would be bizarre if they didn't, because God put that guy in the spotlight, man. Stud. Love to know what Trev's researching. Oh, I just found... I was looking for the stat I wanted. It was the way I wanted it to be. Okay. Michael Givens. Mm. Used to pitch with the Orioles. Do you know who he dominates? Your best player, Aaron Judge. One for 14 10Ks. He has to go to an AL team. He has to go, presumably... To the Blue Jays? Michael Givens to Toronto. Like, right? That's kind of how you have to look at shit like this. If you're a general manager, it's like, we have a guy that we really need to get out, like, a lot of different times, and here's a guy that can get him out. 
It'd be pretty. Just one homer against him. I'm not saying this. It'd be pretty pimp if Houston got him. Like, exactly. Just to, just I forgot throw, about Houston. Also, just to throw yeah. their hog on the table, be like, just and they in case might we because they're looking for bullpen help anyway, and like this could be the guy. Michael Gibbons, huh? Michael Gibbons to Houston. To Houston. He's going to H Town, Funky Town, where the Purple mm-hmm. Sprite, or Toronto, where Drake lives now. <laughs> Moved out of Hidden Hills. That's awesome. Okay. That's big for him. It's huge for Gibbons. 10 Ks, dude, and <laughs> 14 at bats. Who, uh, who are we missing? I know that's a tough question. There's a lot of relievers. I mean, there's ben a ton and, of relievers. Talk about Benintendi. Benintendi, who he feels like he's just in this left fielder spin cycle of is Soto going to happen? Is Hap going to happen? Then Benny now. Yeah. Who, because Benny's one of those guys that could be acquired and you're not. I think he's on that kind of B tier where you're not giving up your top guys. So you're still in the hunt for Soto, even if you get Benny. Brandon Drury, Nelson Cruz. Oh, someone should pick up Drury. Yeah. What team needs infield help? Well, like hitting from the infield position. Little infield. The pop. White Sox need a second baseman. Try him. Am I just a White Sox guy now? You're a White Sox guy. You might be a right White Sox guy. MLB trade. David guys. Peralta for my snakes. He might be looking for. A new home. I'd be bummed if Drury doesn't get traded, just to let you guys know. Seems like the Giants would pick him up, and you'd be like, what? Why? Yeah. Drury, who's also of Ian Happ ilk. Nice guy, but dog. Chicago, him and Ian Happ come in. Both of them kick Tony Roos in the shins. In the water. <laughs> Double kick, like two little twins coming up. <laughs> kicking you, like Do they have the same facial it's hair? Kicking, it's kicking. It's a... The, the Will Ferrell movie kicking and screaming <laughs> when they just run up and kick the coach in the shins. The little kids. It happens. Kids don't give a fuck. I really like yeah. that movie. It's wow. a good one. What? He really likes that movie. Um, I think Oakland's still going to go in a big way. Uh, Oakland, we, we've been quiet about them because Montes got hurt. He came back. He threw 50 bullets the other day. His season stats still look good. I think that's a guy that still ends up somewhere. They have some bullpen pieces. Um, And, hey, Oakland operates a little bit differently. I still think Laser Ramon has a chance. Next year's his first year in arbitration, um, and Oakland doesn't like to pay guys, uh, so I could see him get involved. The funny one I've started daydreaming is Loreano to Houston after he tried to fight all of them Um, because if they could get over that, he'd be the perfect pisser for the bottom of their lineup. Um, I, I think Oakland, like Oakland will be selling anything and everything they can. We love that for them. Uh, the Nats should so, be, but how distracted are they going to be by Soto stuff? I don't know. Trade Soto. Yeah, they need to get him out of the way to open everything else. Yeah, because they uh, still got Bell too, right? Bell. Bell is another guy who Nelson I Cruz. love. He's he's gonna go somewhere. Whether it's it's the Brew Crew, he might he might go to Houston. Mets. He, he's the Mets. I keep forgetting about the Mets. They they have a lot of needs to address, but I think he's gonna be one of the most impactful players this season. But like he's a righty lefty dude. He's a switch hitter. Like teams are there are certain teams that are really in need of offense that he can provide. 
I really like him. I think he's really going to, like I said, be impactful. Okay. The Going back to the Loriano, uh, C. Rosie brought up a good point about this. Like, Dombrowski's there. He says they're going to go for it, and they're all in or whatever. They don't have a ton of, like, blue-chip prospects to go after the, the top guys. So that means you either got to eat a bunch of salary and take on – you know, whoever it is that the team's trying to dump, or you have to go kind of, you know, backdoor finding those guys. Loriano kind of makes some sense for the Phillies, doesn't it? Need a center fielder, not going to cost a lot. He's a piece of the puzzle that Dombrowski's trying to figure out. The Phillies. They need starting man. pitching still, but he's he can slot in there, right? I always forget about the Phillies, and they're absolutely going to pull something weird this deadline. Yeah, because it's Dave. It's the perfect storm. They have a funky Old double team. D's up there, man. <laughs> I think they let Topper make the pick. Topper, who do you want? What do you want, Top? He might tell me to come back, do some crosswords. Ooh, Trevor Plouffe back to the Phillies. Rumors. Got beef up. The twins do anything. I know you guys aren't concerned with that because you don't care, but like they're in a position now where it's like they. The amount of relievers available and the amount of teams, if you look at any article about like, what does this team need? They're like, relievers. And the White Sox had like the best pen going into the season. I just read someone, I think it's Passon's article, like, they actually want relievers. It's like, okay. So we're going to have 20 relievers traded and change, change teams. It's yeah. I mean, that's that's why like when you talk about a lot of this stuff, it's just more you got to make it fun because none of us know what the hell is going on. We don't because once one piece falls, it's the butterfly effect. Isn't Ashton Kutcher in that movie? He stars in it. He stars in that. It's just, that's what happens, you know. It freaks me out. Jake doesn't Anyways, like the butterfly effect. It scares him. It's how I live every day. Yeah. There's an I episode of so like if I would leave so weird all about that back in 2002. So it's a Disney Channel show. Came on Sometimes, before the jersey. <laughs> I'll like go to open a door to like leave the house, but then I'll wait five seconds. Right? Because I know I just changed the world. Wow. You're powerful, man. <sighs> I was chasing a rabbit the other day. Mm. And uh, I felt powerful. I, go? I didn't want to be chasing the rabbit, man. It was, I was, it was super early in the morning. It was four, five o'clock in the morning. I was riding my bike to the train station. And it's dark, and this rabbit jumped down in front of me mm-hmm. and then started running away from me because it was scared. And I'm on my bike like, well, I don't... Dude, I wasn't trying to chase you, but now if anyone was to hone in my life, Truman style, like I'm on a bike chasing a rabbit. I look like a bad guy. So I was pretty pissed at the rabbit. It's definitely his fault. I'm not trying to We're chase in a you. simulation. So. not trying to um, chase you. Hey... Twins, we said they had to trade Carlos Correa. They're not trading Carlos Correa. They can offer him the qualifying offer, yada, yada. But they have this dude for this year. Like, it seems to me like they're kind of the team that nobody's talking about making a big deal, but they kind of have to make a big deal. Like, they have to go get one of those top-end starters. Like, they have to go do something like that. They might have to go get Wilson Contreras to play catcher for him. Like, they got to make a splash, I think, more than any other team. Man. Like, this is their window. Wilson Contreras and Gary Sanchez behind the dish for the Twins is some beautiful <laughs> trade rumor nonsense to wrap up. Feels like a Jolly Olive video in the making. 
Um, it does, doesn't it? That'd be fun. But no, they do have to do something, man. You guys don't even care about the twins, but they, they could no. be a force. Put the right pieces in. Get hot. I feel they're they're the one team that's still the most linked to Montes, which would be a Twins move. Like, hey, we're we're gonna take a chance on this guy. The rest of the league's a little nervous. Um, you're right, because you know I'm drinking. I'm still drinking a little bit of that White Sox Kool Aid in the worst way. And fucking motorcycle gang Ian Hap on Dude, the White if Sox. If the White now. Sox get good, then you should get White Sox fan, non White Sox fan of the year. Okay. I don't think anyone's had more faith in, in the White Sox than you. There's maybe some White Sox fans. And like Is relative, you talking about to me or Jake? Jake. Trev wants on, on the train. I'm also there. I'm with them. I haven't left the train. All right. You guys both get it. Congrats. Do you like a Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Luis Castillo, three top starters matching up against people? Does that scare you at all? I I know the answer to this question already. I will root for him. I kind of like all three of those guys. <laughs> but I, what's Joe Ryan look like come October? He's got a two eight nine through fifteen start, and he's hot, bro, and he's he is sexy. Career point nine whip guy, Joe Ryan. So guy. put some respect on his fucking name. Career? Isn't he a rookie? <laughs> he had a few starts. 2021 five Montes two wild card games. You got hit both times. Um, rooting for your twins. Always. No, it's a team that's not getting mentioned at all. Who Jake Atlanta Braves. Ooh, one of the best teams in baseball. They made a bunch of moves at last year's deadline that propelled them to a world series. Their GM has to think he's pretty good at making deadline deals. They're going to do some funny business, right? Probably need some relievers. Hap. <laughs> Ian yeah. Happ, relievers, Wilson Contreras, bro. Everyone needs relievers. Should we, have, we should have one of our interns just go to every team's blog and start Ian Happ rumors. Yes. Like I, the Rangers are building something, and could Ian Happ be a part of that? I will tamper with Ian Hap's free agency. I will. You owe him that, if not a bottle I of wine. <laughs> I mean, that. No, I'm just I, kidding. I won't do that. I always wanted to be a. What do you mean? We're above that? I always wanted to start whisper campaigns. That's what we used I'm to do. Not at, above that. We, that's what we used to do at winter meetings. We would interview people and say, Do you want us to start a whisper campaign for you? Because that's a real place at winter meetings. Like, if you want a whisper campaign, yeah. you just get in First the elevator all, and yeah. there's MLB executives there. If we were to stoop that low, if we were to stoop that low, yeah, we wouldn't be the first. Not by a long shot. There's a lot of whisper campaigning going on. There's a ton of whisper campaigns. And it's usually monetarily inclined, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that payola. Mm, what's that? Payola is how like music DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been working on a masterpiece. I've seen you doing something over there. You're always doing something during these episodes. So I put Drury and Hap's faces together. Okay. Because Jake said he thought they looked alike with similar facial hair. Yeah. Pretty similar. Hap's just Happer's just a little better looking. Yeah. Hap's a little little more tightened up. I will say Drury looks a little face. tougher. 
Hap's a little more show. Drury doesn't have as good as manners as Hap. Nah. Not many people do. Drury doesn't hold a fork the right way when he eats. You know the show Billions? Do you guys ever watch that? Yeah, I've seen it. Here's the actual, if uh, you want, not the faces. Yeah, I've seen the show mm-hmm. Billions. I stopped watching it after like this second season, but I know of it. Yeah, it's 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 okay. It's uh, the Cullen. lead actor, the guy, Damian Lillard. Yeah, but uh, that's not him. Um, whatever. Yeah. What's his name in the show? Basketball player, cousin Greg. <laughs> Ian Hat reminds me of that. Guy. Damian Lewis. That's his name. He reminds me of that character. Sergeant he's like Winters. Buttoned up and like can put the charm on when he needs to, but the guy is a dang killer. Oh my God. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. Isn't that about guy Ian based off, the guy is that guy based off Steve Cohen? So now it's loosely based, bro, because this guy is an absolute <laughs> like man rocket and you don't know how Steve Cohen sees himself. You, might, you don't find Steve Cohen attractive. <laughs> By actions, maybe it's based on, but like the look, this is like Billy Bean getting fucking Brad Pitt to play him. My goodness, dude. That whoever did that, I hate, but the casting well, you director. You can't have ugly Moneyball, people in movies. Stink. Yeah, but it gave Billy Bean this superpower, bro. Yeah. Brad Pitt plays you in a movie, you, you have a superpower. Well, the real Benjamin Button, he didn't get much out of it. Trev <laughs> Who plays that Trev movie. in the movie? Who plays <laughs> that movie fucked me up, bro. <laughs> Who plays Trev in the movie? Robert De Niro? No. Oh, shit, man. I think that new dude that plays Elvis. Okay. okay. That's cool. He's a good-looking guy. I, it has to be better looking than me. I can't just have some fucking dud play me. Hot Actors, skinny. Dude, how about uh? <laughs> he just played a uh, rooster, Miles Teller. He could do a Trev. I like that. He's a good-looking guy. I've seen him out in L.A. before. We okay. love guys. Ooh. Uh, I would be Melissa silly. McCarthy. We're silly guys, we're getting silly. It's gotten silly. We need the trades to start happening. And they will. Let's mention two teams, two, three teams before we end because we're going to get commented to death, okay? Blue Jays, who are they going after? What's what's the deal? Relievers. Relievers. We're going to do Blue Jays needs. The comment section is crazy. I did the math today. I'm a math guy. If we gave five minutes to all 30 teams, that would be a two-and-a-half-hour episode. And five minutes isn't enough. Five minutes goes so And quick. if we give five minutes to a team, they get mad. We only got five minutes? It's nuts. That's a great game. It's crazy. Blue Jays, they like their team. They just got rid of their manager. Yeah, they, they, they need, get an they, arm. You know what they need? They need like a Martin Perez. Like just get us to the postseason and through the wild card and yeah. keep us going. We don't need a postseason pitcher. We just need... Your guy Kikuchi's your guy Kikuchi's coming back, so in a way yeah. he can kind of be that. Well, he hasn't been good. What are your other? So you're teams saying vet, veteran Quintana. starters? They'll get Quintana. Bada bing, veteran bada boom. starters. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so twins. Don't tell Trev. That is a yeah. No, well, but the you twins know, start the year out with that. They don't. They don't add that to the five spot. They go. You know that guy's yeah, gonna really true. get yeah. better this okay, year. Okay, Quintana to the Blue Jays, locked. I'm to the. 
Jake Michael Givens. Oh, like wait, we already Jones. said Michael Givens to the Blue Jays. Houston yeah. or the Jays. Houston yeah. or the Jays. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Seattle Mariners. Big on the Juan Soto deal. We didn't mention that, but they have the capital to do it. And like you said, they're Wilson Contreras away from having a freaking guy at every single spot in their bullpen help. I don't know. I just, they got a lot. Like, I like their rotation. I just fell in love with the the Wilson Contreras idea. I mean that it gives them a video game lineup. I I don't know if it works, but like why not? And then who was the other team? I said Cardinals. Oh, we haven't mentioned them. They're supposed to be the leaders in the clubhouse for Soto. I mean, dude, I think they're either like Soto or Bus. Like they like their lineup. They would they could use pitching depth. Um. Like, they scream Martin Perez to me a little bit. Guy we said won't be traded. Um, They'd be the most knowledgeable baseball team offensively, I think, maybe. I don't want to say ever because people get mad when you say that. Sure. But one of the greatest offensive-minded teams you'll find, Juan Soto, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, not to mention a guy like Yachty, who's a catcher, so he understands the offensive position from that angle. Smart team unreal amount of baseball knowledge if Juan Soto comes over. They already have it in spades, but it's an underrated aspect of teams, man. I'm telling you guys, they can sit around and talk ball and be insightful on flights and in the dugout and at dinners. It's it's like classes in session all the time, and, and there are some teams that don't have that shit, and, you know, I don't want to name names, but it, it affects your season. Name a name. Nope. What was I just looking at, guys? Hold on. Otani to the Twins? Is that what you said? There's one team in desperate need of leadership so much so they fired their quote-unquote bad leader. Nelson Cruz uh... to the Blue Jays. Yes! I love that. I think that makes them a great team. He's managing now somewhere. Or going to be. Didn't he just get a managing job? He seems more like a special assistant. No, he's... By the way, the amount of special assistants I met at the MLB draft. Every single ex player is a special assistant. I'm getting that job. Same. Need it. Nick Swisher is a not even. He's not even um, a special assistant to the general manager. I think he's a, a special assistant to the owner. Hmm. Swisher Swisher I mean. actually <laughs> did it. <clears throat> Swisher had that role with the Yankees. He might still, but he actually because I'm I'm so skeptical of that shit. Um, but he like would go to Scranton. He would bring all the rookies to dinner and he would just tell them about yeah. what it was like playing in front of the New York crowd, what it was like dealing with the media. <clears throat> so he did. A, a lot of guys said like his guidance was really nice when they had all those rookies when judge mm-hmm. uh, baby bombers, the baby bombers came up. So he's, well, he's in Tampa. Now he goes to the facility all the time and you know what? I'm a Nick Swisher guy. Just declared it on this show. You know, I had we were, a good time talking to him. We were going to invite him to be the third on Team Baggage for a Blitzball battle. Maybe we will in the future. We do good. have a height restriction. I don't know how tall Nick Swisher is. I think he's under six. Isn't that the restriction? Mm. <laughs> it says six flat on baseball reference. Yeah, um, so he's under. We're hey, trying to keep that we're trying to keep number it like, a little lower. We're trying to keep it lower, yeah. Oh, five nine and a half isn't the same as five six. Our first, say that? our first thought was Pedroia. Yep, Brock Holt, Pedroia. Ah, uh, I see um, where you, uh, Sco- why you guys are asking me now. Scooter Jeanette. I got a great guy for you. 
Tony Kemp. Who? I, I, want I invited Jimmy Rollins. He thought it was a joke. <laughs> Shane Robinson should be your guy. We might have to clean up some tweets. Yeah, as long yeah. as he doesn't search my Twitter when he's on the Yankees for 18 days. <laughs> you wouldn't care about that. He's a man's man. Okay. So are we. He's That's what man. people Heard say Stan, about us. Stan and Judge almost fought the Red Sox because they threw up and on Shane Robinson. Wild. He was on yeah, team because he's a it. fucking dude. Everyone loves that guy. Get him on team baggage then. I'll just text him. Yeah. All right. Well, not the, not the next one. I Maybe actually I don't, don't like. That's like not good for my franchise. I might put him on team forgotten run. No, you're only allowed to have thirty eight and over older. <laughs> <laughs> and you're giving me. Never mind. We have sh- height rules. You have age rules. In good shape. Guys, wait till Longo's done playing fucking real baseball. He's coming. Forgotten wrong. I love Longo. We're just making He's him our hit, biggest. We fan. just make him hit lefty because I, you know, you just never seen a two seamer batting lefty. Diced him up. Ken Rosenthal. What do you say? Tigers willing to trade Tariq Scooball and just about everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really? That's how it reads. Yeah, yeah that's dude. Heyman wishes he could terrible. fucking do that. Heyman <laughs> would have tweeted that out. Tigers willing to trade Scooball, Mize, Boop, blah 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 and blah blah, and it would have been like Heyman. This is nothing. But the way Rosenthal does it, you're like, yes, Kenny, report that shit. All right. Good stuff. Way to go, Kenny. I love Kenny. Yeah. Get Jeff Passan <laughs> out there to freaking be on your team. I'm going to dice that fool up. Get his kid. Have his kids. You know how player. I treat my best friends. He doesn't know that. Yeah. I love Matt Carpenter, man. Did we mention all the teams that need to be mentioned? We didn't even mention the Dodgers, barely. I did. I did. Team? I said they're getting Castillo. Okay, great. <gasps> Anybody else? Dodgers really don't need anyone, but they will. But that's but they will get someone because that's what good teams do. Man, you really, I I had Hap going to either coast, and now that Milwaukee thing's got me spinning a little bit. I don't think they have the room in the outfield, right? Who do they, who do they move? Who do they? Yeah, Yelich. Yelich's playing left. Yelly and that Hap's been Tyron playing Taylor. left. Taylor. And is Kutch? What's Kutch's deal? He's DH right now. Play- Who's playing center for them? Is it Taylor? Right now, Tyrone Taylor. So if, yeah. if Kutch or Yelly could cover a couple center field innings, I don't know if they can. Yeah, I don't know. But boy, the people in Milwaukee would like some Ian Happ. I love that. He's a slice of man. apple pie, man. Yeah. With the crumbs. He's not. With the crumbs. I think you guys have Ian Happ read so wrong. Okay. That's what he wants people to think, but in – He's a dog. That's why he's perfect for Milwaukee. Yeah, he shows up to to ring that fucking bell so bad. He wants to go down and just give it a shake, man. Shakes your dad's hand. He eats every part of his meal. He has a slice of pie, and then when it gets when it gets late night, yeah, yeah, you're gonna want to cover yours. Yeah, this door's rocking. I'm, Imagine I'm when he's so rich, the clothes he's going to wear, they're going to be ridiculous. Yeah. He's going to have like a perfectly tailored leather jacket. Yelly no center field him. the past couple of years, so yeah. and happen not to Milwaukee. I don't know if he fits there. Well, thanks, guys, for listening to us talk.
Base, baseball fans are excited about the deadline. I'm excited about the deadline. Give us some news. Give us some news. Can't wait to hear the passing from BBD during a live episode. Trev, mm. if Quintana goes to the Twins, you will... Jake sucks. Welcome him with open arms. Badass. That's what you do. It's very Ian Half of you. Two minutes, so you're just nice to everybody. Good man. Yeah. The Yankees beat you, and then the Yankees get beat by the Astros, and then it's just the world works. Say la vie. Yes. And then the Astros get beat by the wild card team out of the, out of the East. No one thought it was going to be in the playoffs. The Cardinals, because they traded for one Soto. Phillies. 